0: You're listening to the Bride Chilla podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time.
1: <laughs> Are we feeling the love? Are we feeling the passion? If you're not, well, get on board. This is the Bride Chilla podcast. I sound a bit aggressive. I'm Alicia, the host. By the end of this, you will be on board because uh, I'm joined today by two motivated fabulous individuals who I spend a couple of hours every fortnight with. You guys don't know the word fortnight, do you? I do because of you, Alicia. Looked it up. Two weeks. All right. A fortnight is every, it means two weeks. It means every second week. It's, I don't know why it's not a word that everyone knows. We use it a lot in Australia, but maybe it's not an American thing. That's the word of the week. Put it in a sentence tomorrow when you get to work. You go, I'll see you in a fortnight. It just okay. means I'll see you in two weeks. I am still uh,
0: using that.
1: You action. should. Yeah, I am. You should. I should introduce who uh, whose voices you are hearing because uh, that's how I roll. I'm Alicia, by the way. This is a Bride Chiller podcast, if I haven't already done that. Today, I'm joined by Christina from Plan the Day and Kristen from Love Notary. They are my gal pals. Hi. (laughs) We meet up every uh, fortnight, as I was saying. We do a mastermind because we are all in the wedding biz and we like to talk about how to improve our biz and other things. We are very excited to be sharing this time with you. And today, our topic du jour is talking about guest etiquette, about how guests can get on board and be better people and make your life easier. Ladies, welcome to the show again.
2: Hey, hey. what's going on, Alicia, Christina? Hello, ladies. <laughs> I'm in like a, a a beatbox mood, you know? And hey. I was... I was thinking as soon as you uh, introduced us, us ladies that we maybe need our, like, entrance song, you
1: know? Oh, well, what <laughs> would you funny. like it to be? And I'll play it. Well,
2: oh, well, I was, I, I just, just the first song that went through my mind, just, you know, and on the theme of love is, all you need is love.
1: Love I mean, is middle, all you need. And this you know, is very expensive for me. I just feel <laughs> like I'm going to go to jail. Okay, well, we're not... Even gonna- you just... I mean, just we're going to pretend you never sang that. Listen, Paul McCartney, if you listen to the Brad Chiller podcast, that was, you know, not yeah. your song.
2: I actually am the worst <laughs> singer in the world, and I just realized that my voice is going to be viral here in a little while. So yeah, it, excuse that. You don't yes. hire me to, write, to sing people. I'm a writer. You I are. And really- a very good one.
0: <laughs> at that. So I think I'm a really great singer when I'm really not but I like to like belt things out and my sweet husband's always like, who sings that song and he's like let's keep it that way <laughs>
1: I'm like uh you're a turd <laughs> yeah thanks husband you're supposed to support thanks. me in my Beyonce style singing that maybe not Beyonce style
0: oh my gosh but my song would be don't stop the party by Pitbull Ooh, I like oh I, I love Pitbull It's my jam. That's my photo again coming out. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big
1: Pitbull and J-Lo fan. Them together.
2: Oh,
1: oh, wow. See, look, I mean, I just see him and I feel like he should be an accountant somewhere. Uh,
2: An accountant? (laughs) Have you seen that guy? He's got, like,
1: tattoos going on. Over the place. No, but he's he's like Jerry the accountant that has tattoos under his business shirts. Yeah, sort of <laughs> that's ball true. Trying to be like really cool, and then he comes out at the office party, and you're like, "What the fuck, Jerry? Where'd you get those tats?" And he's like, "I've got an undercover life. I think I'm a rapper."
0: So <laughs> true. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. He always wears glasses too. I noticed. Like yeah. he was on Dancing with the Stars, and he was wearing glasses inside. Inside, I'm like, "Why are you still wearing?" Uh, Whatever. I have a
2: really, I have a really funny story about wearing glasses inside. So my latest, a girl that I, or a couple that I'm writing a love story for right now, uh, when she first met her fiance, he walked into the store she was working at with glasses on and he was, she, immediate was like, was like, he's the, you know, he was projecting the Mr. Cool guy vibe and she wasn't interested in getting to know him right away. Cause she just was like, not interested in that. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, you're wearing glasses inside, so that is a yeah. deal, that's a deal breaker." Is that for me. like
0: a like a douche like um, thing to do or something? I don't know if I should use that word. But I, don't know that, use that
2: word. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's like that, like ter- terrible. But I think it's just like maybe they think they're a little cool for school. I'm the yeah. guy wearing glasses inside.
1: Yeah, yep. I would judge. I judged. <laughs> yeah, I've but, already judged. <laughs> Now, we are here, and look, I put my now, this is my like, now, like a matron. Now, Now ladies, let's (laughs) get started. Right. Now, I'm going to do a little, (laughs) we are here, settle down, everyone, settle down. Um, (laughs) We are here to discuss uh, a number of things. We're here to help, firstly, our bride chillers and groom chillers plan their wedding without losing their shit, and uh, we all come from various areas of expertise. And what I love about the three of us coming together, we've all got quite different viewpoints on things at the same as well. Look at that. Uh this inspiration for today's episode came from a blog post that you wrote, Kristen. So I'm gonna get you to intro what we're talking about. I think that's a good decision.
2: Oh my gosh, what a great responsibility. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> so I think that so let me just set this up and how this blog post came to be because I think it was a pretty cool scenario. So Please. last May uh my husband and then our a, a couple friend of ours were gonna we were driving to a wedding in North Carolina and you know I was thinking about writing my next blog post for Love Notary and I was thinking, you know what a great blog post would it be to write about what not to do as a wedding guest. So this po- we envisioned this post and we talked about what not to do as a wedding guest when you're going to a wedding. And so it sort of all unfolded from there. I titled the post, Don't Be That Wedding Guest. And it's really all about tips on what wedding guests should not do when they're at somebody else's wedding.
1: And it's really – I mean – I'm going to link to this in today's show notes so you can read the whole article and we're going to talk lots about the points that you made in this article. So there's so many things when we talked about what we wanted to to share today, we all got all, you know, we had lots of examples of things that really uh, we would say in Australia, shit me to tears that people do. <laughs> I'm using Something that my tears. Dad would shit me the, to tears. I'm using shit that shit me to te- My dad would go, oh, bloody, bloody hell, it shits me to tears. That, that's, <laughs> Oh, that oh is that's a, so
2: great. That's, I that's need to start catalog, cataloging everything you say, Alicia, and just uh, uh, to start
1: talk. recording her more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I well, if you do want to hear everything I say, all you need to do is listen to the Bride Chiller podcast and download the app. There it is. True. Um, yep. <laughs> true to that. But, <laughs> but there are so many things we all came up with, that, uh, you know, we, from all of our, Uh, clients listeners and uh, friends that have said you know why do people act this way and it's just a great talk topic so Kristen it's great that you wrote this this post because I think you touch on so many points that people get enraged about and it's also just like common decency stuff as well but um Yeah. Yeah, Being a wedding guest, it's turned into a bit more of a complex situation than perhaps our parents, you know, had their wedding at the local church and then you'd walk to a restaurant or something and then you'd have dinner and then you'd go home. So I suppose as a wedding guest, it's become a bit more of a complex situation, but it doesn't mean you have to act like a dick.
2: Totally. I think that um, there are obviously things that you shouldn't do just to be, quote, a dick like you said. But then there are other (laughs) things where trends have evolved. So many people are getting married out of town and that's presented some new challenges for wedding guests. And so, yeah, I think these tips really, you know, help the wedding guest, you know, not be obnoxious for sure. But then, you know, when we're talking with engaged couples, I think we can kind of you know, provide some helpful tips about what how they can tactfully let their guests know what to not do yep. <laughs> on the day of their wedding. Now, let me kick this off. So one of the so my first tip for a wedding guest is not to text the bride or the groom on their wedding day about the logistics. And by that I mean don't text the bride when she's seated in her hair, getting, you know, putting on her makeup, getting her hair done, about, can you remind me where the venue is again? No, 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 no. The venue is on the invitation that you have brought to the wedding so that you're all informed about what you need to do. Because as a bride, you're completely engaged in, with your bridal party and you're having fun and, and you don't want to be stressed by these text messages that are coming in from wedding guests.
1: I mean, that to me, I'm just appalled that people would even consider contacting a bride yes. and a groom. I know it's done all the time, but it's like, what the fuck? What,
0: Absolutely. What's That's, going on? And for you brides out there, a uh, suggestion would be is don't just don't have your phone maybe that day. I think I had someone take mine just because oh, I was, yes. was kind of concerned. I'm like, are people going to text me like what they need to know today? And I just decided, eh, I don't need my phone. People yeah. know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. People do that.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think. That... Yeah. It's really rude. It. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean, just don't right. do it. If you're a guest, don't do it. And again, if you are getting hitched, which I'm sure most of you are at some stage, leave the phone somewhere else or put it in a, the hotel room safe or in a handbag. Yep. You don't need to be. So something to I was... just enjoy the moment. Oh, Go ahead.
2: No, I was just gonna say that absolutely. I mean, if the wedding guests can't find where they're going, then I guess they're gonna miss it. But that's not your problem as a, as a bride or groom, right?
1: Exactly. And I mean, read read the invitation. As you said, yep. Plan ahead. So something I adult. get a lot
0: too is how do I tell my guests that I am not having kids at my wedding? Right, my reception. Right. I get this one. A lot. Mm, right. And I actually had a friend recently talking to me about, oh my, god, like she was just telling me about how even just for like bridal shower and like just other events, how she's said no children at some of those other events and people are still kind of like pushing for it. So I came up with some cute ways to be able to put this on your invitation. Ooh. So... Right. like a a normal one that people usually put on, put on there is adult only reception like that's kind of a normal that one's not cute but one that's cute i thought was make it a date night mm. or put mm, putting like leave Ooh. the littles mm.
2: That's oh, that's so, so cute. I thought those are
0: kind of some cute ways you can put on your invitation, on your website, website. wherever you know both put it both. Um, how you can say, "Hey, we just want it to be adults' night," right? So.
2: We're going to throw back a few beverages. We don't want to be concerned with the little ones running around. Right.
0: Yeah, you want them to have fun, too, while they're, you know, at your reception. Have a good time, you know, not worried about running around. And and also, there are just some venues, too, that charge for the little ones. So a big part of – so just so people out there know, when I have engaged couples come ask me about this and talk to me about this, it's not because they don't want the little ones there. It's because it's – financial it's a financial reason behind it because it costs money to have them there and you'd be surprised it's like expensive at some some venues how how much it is to have your little ones there so just very interesting
2: i agree and i think that you know in some cases there's you know room for exception like what if you have a family member who has a little child or something and you want to make an exception for that kid and, and you don't but you don't want it to seem like um you know that you weren't being considerate of everybody else who has children so what I did was <laughs> I made like the little ones that you know needed to be included in my day I felt like um a part of my bridal party so I had the best or the, uh, what is the ring ring bearer and then the flower girl as, you know, as the kids that I wanted at my wedding. But yeah, I did that too. Okay. So yeah, I wouldn't look inconsiderate to the rest of the people. (laughs) They were actually a part of the the whole bridal party. Right. Yeah, that's
1: tricky. I like that. And I also agree. I agree. I agree with you. The whole idea of saying it's like date night. I love that idea, and it's just like saying, for the love of God, you've got these kids for the rest of your life, right? Uh, and, uh, yeah. Have a right. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Well, I <I'll> glare. Let's <laughs> just. I've just knocked on the table. Knock wood for all of you. But <laughs> the idea is to go. You can live one night. Without a three-year-old, surely that's a gift to have a night off, have some margaritas, get dancing and celebrate your other people without kids and their freedom. And I think that's just like a really nice way to say, we're doing it for you. Have a night off, enjoy yourself, get a babysitter and uh, get it going. And you're not telling them the night before. It's not like a surprise. It's like, this is the wedding. We're giving you six months notice, 12 months, a year, whatever. Uh, and we we'll right. just come out and have a nice yep. time. They know in advance they the got the invitation home. so they can plan for it, so they can plan ahead of time. This is a bitchy comment, and I'm going to say it. I think sometimes <laughs> people that have little kids, right, if they've started earlier, they've got the kids, you've still got a little bit of free life, Right. Uh, and sometimes people get up at you and they go, well, I wanted to bring my children to your thing. And it's like, settle down and come and celebrate and don't have to, you don't have to bring any self-righteousness. You've had a kid, congratulations. Uh, good for you, but it it doesn't mean it has to be every aspect of it, right?
0: We had family members that my mother-in-law had to talk to them about it because they were all upset that we were not having kids at our reception. They didn't come to our wedding because of it. And my mother-in-law was so great about it. She was like, you know, they just, this is why, and they want it to be, you know, more of a, this is why they made that decision. It should be more of a date night. You should still come and have a date night weekend with your husband. And, no, they totally made a stink about it. And my attitude is honestly like, well, that's a bummer. We're going to miss them. But that's a decision they made. So.
2: I agree. They have options, and yeah. if this is how you want to plan your affair, kid-free, then you know, then that's your choice, and it's your big day, and it should really be about what you want it to be. So, no problem with that. They can choose to stay home.
1: This is the Bride Chiller podcast. We are talking today about guest etiquette. And this is really from the perspective of getting your guests in line. As lovely Kristen said, this is about doing it in a way that you're not literally going, hey, I want you to behave because that makes you look like an ass. Uh, We're trying to give you tips, hints, ways to uh, (laughs) delicately massage the situation to make things work and so you don't lose your mind. This is the Bride Chiller podcast. There is more of this after that. There are an an overwhelming amount of wedding planning books on the market. So why the hell did I go and write my own? Well, it's because none of those books are like the Bride Chiller Survival Guide, which is my book that doesn't tell you how to plan a perfect day or the best day of your life. It just tells you how to plan a fucking great party, get stuff done and go back to your normal life. If you would like to purchase the Bride Chiller Survival Guide, thank you. Good one. That's a top decision. Visit BrideChillerStore.com to grab your copy and check out the Bride Chiller Field Guide, the companion wedding planner, which you'll also want to buy because it's great. Welcome back to the show. I'm Alicia, the host of the Bride Chiller Podcast. If you don't know that by now, I feel like we need to have a talk. Uh, Today, we are talking all about guests, guest etiquette, making people behave like Decent human beings. What is our next point we would like to make, ladies?
0: Oh boy, the next one I have is about the wedding day and the reception, and it is about the first dance, it is about the uh, father daughter dance, and it's about the mother son dance because. The last few years, I've been going to weddings. I've really noticed, and about toast too. So it all kind of comes together here. I've noticed the last few years that there's a lot of chatter during these, mm. um, mm-hmm. during these important and meaningful, um, just traditions, right? And a lot, a lot of chatter. And it's just really disappointing um, when someone's talking, you know. It, to me, it's, it's, it's a respectful thing to not be talking while someone else is talking, right? To be listening and be present. And you got invited to this wedding. You know, you shouldn't be talking while the toasts were going on. You shouldn't be talking while the dance. And there's a, there's a difference between whispering and be like, oh, my God, that is just so sweet, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between that and a difference between actually talking through the whole father-daughter dance, you know, and you can always leave your comments after they're done. Why do you have to be talking during it? So i just noticed in the last few years, uh, and I've talked to a lot of my wedding professional friends about this, how, I don't know what it is, but it's gotten really bad. Have you guys noticed that yourselves?
1: Yeah. I just think in society in general, I feel like I'm, you know, if anyone's listened to the show, they know I'm a, a, a matron of manners. Like I feel like manners are the foundation of society. And once we start to like lose them and I'm not talking about Downton Abbey manners, I'm just saying there's just basic stuff that we should all do. that people really appreciate when you do it. And one of them exactly is not talking over people is realizing boundaries when it comes to the, 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 um, your voice, how loud things are. And also in special moments like that, you've been invited to share. Why would you chat through it? Shut your mouth. I'm angry today. What's happening (laughs) to me? (laughs) Because we've
0: been there. I think we've been there and we've seen our friends go through this and we've seen it firsthand. And I think, you know, it's, it's just, it's, I guess, disappointing. And I feel like something kind of needs to change. So maybe we're going to be the 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 ones changing it.
2: (laughs) I don't know I, I almost think the shushing brings a little more attention
1: to the problem so oh, I'm yeah, not, not a sure are you I've I have and not necessarily in a dance situation but I look I mean I hate if people talk during the movies or at a theater mm-hmm. like especially live theater I fucking hate that and <laughs> I get this sort of like deep resentment that boils up inside me where I'm not enjoying the presentation because I'm thinking about all the ways I could club this (laughs) fucking person.
2: Let me tell you, let me tell you how to shush without shushing.
1: Let's do it. Yeah. It's called the evil eye. Oh, the evil eye.
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: You know, but you can't, if you're sitting behind them and they're talking, you You delicately wrap them on the back of the head or just go, listen, excuse me, you're being very rude. And some people, or you do go, excuse me, I can hear you talking or excuse me. Don't be a fucking loser. (laughs) Uh, It depends on, (laughs) it depends, but it really, it makes me so mad. It's like, just have a bit of respect.
2: That is true. I just I'm trying to think about what engaged couples can do about that problem, and I just don't know if there's a solution necessarily because your guests are going to be your guests, you know, and they're going to either talk or not.
1: Right. I mean, I hopefully if someone's doing that on your wedding day, you're not going to notice probably, mm-hmm. no, and sure. hopefully right. someone will be discreetly be able to go up and go shush, uh in right. a quiet way. I agree, though. the The old lady shh. It just sounds, it just is old school and it doesn't, you're right. It doesn't do any good.
0: (laughs) Well, what we can do is, is we can have the people who, the bride chillas and the groom chillas who are listening um, to this podcast. We can have them change this one person at a time. So when they see someone doing that, they're sitting next to someone doing that, you know, maybe not engaging or the conversation, or maybe saying something just like you said, Alicia is, Hey, can you please, I'm having a hard time hearing that. Do you mind if, you know, you're quiet right now or just yeah. saying something nicely, you know, I think maybe you could just do it one person at a time since I guess I can't really think of a big solution, you know, of how you can kind of, how do you say that? Cause even if you put it on your website, like people aren't always going to read that and you're not going to want to put a sign, you know, saying something at the reception. So maybe just one person at a time, we can make that difference.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay,
2: but something that can be more easily controlled, I think, is this issue of gift-giving. So should we just get into it, ladies, because gift-giving yes. is a big issue. What do you think?
1: Let's do it. Okay. Yep.
2: So here's my thought, and you guys tell me if you agree with this. I think that if you're going to a destination wedding, i.e. the couple is getting married not in the place that they live, whether I guess whether or not you have to travel as a wedding guest is besides the point. It's really – if. The bride and the groom live in the place they're having the wedding, um, and if they don't, if their wedding is somewhere else, you should not bring a gift to the wedding. You really should use their registry and have it shipped directly to where they've already allotted, or either uh, or bring um, cash monies <laughs> instead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree, and honestly, I don't even bring gifts to weddings anymore. I just go on online and have it shipped to them. Because even if I'm yeah. getting married yes. where I live, why do I want to be carrying all these gifts to my car? I'm tired. My feet hurt. It's been a fun night. You know, it's just a lot. So I think in general, yeah, but- people should just be shipping it. It's free anyways. If you're using like Bed Bath & Beyond, right? Isn't it mostly free? Yeah. on yes, it's Online free. weddings. Weddistries anyway. Weddestries. Look at me talking. Weddistries. <laughs>
1: I like a Witterstreet. Kind of you know like, some new
2: business?
1: Wait-a-street. yeah. Oh Coming to you soon.
2: <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> Christina. Go buy that
0: URL. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go look it up. Go, go Daddy. Go, Daddy. You should.
2: I mean, I think this is something simple that is with more within the control of the engaged couple. They can go. They can put on their uh, website website. You know, uh, please, no, uh, please don't bring any gifts to the, re- the reception. You know, mail them all in advance to this address. I think that's the an easy and classy way to handle the situation. What do you guys think?
1: Yep. Yeah, totally. Yep, nice and easy. And also, and also, destination weddings, if, and this is controversial, but I think if you're asking guests to travel freaking miles all over the place, then maybe it's nice yeah. to not give a gift at all. I mean, you know, maybe if you're asking them to go a long way. Yeah, they might right. not bring a gift. And that's right. cool. Absolutely. Yep, I Yep, that's a really
2: good point. Well, I agree too. Okay, now this was certainly the case for me, so I'd love to hear your opinion on this. It uh, we all, I think we all know. I could be wrong, but a lot of people I know like to receive cash in place of <laughs> potentially, um, you know, physical gifts or something off of the registry. So, what do you guys think about how engaged couples should handle that if they really do prefer cash?
0: I think they should use an online wedding registry that takes care of that. There's online uh, wedding registries yes. that do that. And there's honeymoon, not honeymoon. honeymoon. There are honeymoon registries too, but there are registries too where your guests can. So as a couple, you can choose like some things that you want to do on your honeymoon and then your guests can pay for that as your wedding gift.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great I agree. idea. I just I think that. use an online tool just to make it easier, but. We did that at our wedding and it was great because I feel like there weren't, you know, we had specific things we wanted to do on our honeymoon and we didn't, we'd lived together yeah. for two or three years beforehand. We had all the stuff. We really right. wanted to try and almost minimalize, minimalize, is that a yeah. real word? Minimize? Uh, I've made up new words, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, minimize some of the stuff in our home and especially considering we were apartment dwellers and we still are you just don't have room for extra stuff and I also think we can over consume a lot anyway people go a bit nutso with wedding registries and buy stuff that they're probably never going to take out of the cupboard so I think it's you know if cash is not a bad thing, and people, the etiquette has really evolved a little bit now to people going, Yeah, right, I'd rather just swing you a hundred bucks and just not have to worry about it, really. Absolutely.
2: Right. It, I guess it's less, it's, it's really less stress on the wedding guest if it's you're just as simple as totally. writing a check, right? You don't have to go to the store, you don't have to look online, you don't have to piece. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm shopping on a registry, often I'm like piecing little things together to make a fuller gift. So, oh, I'd just rather as
1: soon write a check. Oh, totally. Yeah. Just take it out of my hands.
2: And to, and like you said, Alicia, I mean, this was certainly the case for me and my husband when we were getting married, we were living in a literally 600 feet square box in New York city. I couldn't fit one more thing in my apartment. So, so you know, <laughs> finding, you know, solutions that fit or, you know, gifts that fit what we actually needed into this small space. I was just as happy to receive cash. And I think. It's. I, I love the idea, Christina, of using these registries out there like Honey Fund where you can buy honeymoon gifts or even, you know, finding – I'm sure if you Google, there's a polite way to say cash as gifts, please. Right.
1: So. This is very good, guys. I feel like we are really achieving some guest annoyances. Okay. We are really giving solutions to, uh, to, to trying – well, I think it's deflecting this stuff before it happens. That's the key totally to being it. successful. Yeah, and – And I think, you know, I've really been trying and, you know, I very rarely mention the bridezilla word because I think it's shit and I think it's not what we're all about at all. But I really do think that from our point of view that women especially get this bad rap for having an opinion and being aggressive about it. But I actually think it comes down to people being a bit stressed and not knowing how to communicate in a clear way to make sure things are going right. And, some of it comes down to other people reacting really terribly, mm-hmm. uh, and that includes family members and guests not really reading an invitation or you know just basically using their manners. So I feel like the more you can share information before the day, the better it's going to be for everyone.
2: I 100% agree, and speaking of turbulent, you know, situations at the wedding that aren't planned. Um, what about the people who show up drunk or cause a scene? They've had too much alcohol, and now they're creating this really this big mocker, mockery on your wedding day. How do you possibly, as a bride or groom, try to curb that before it happens? I mean,
1: what the hell again? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Be an
2: adult. Uh, exactly. It absolutely happens. <laughs> I was watching say say yes to the dress or no four weddings on TLC the other day. Oh yeah, and the best man was you know doing the doing this lovely speech at you know his be, his best friend's wedding while slurring his words and stumbling around and speaking for like fifteen minutes, which is way overkill. So you know everybody wants to have a great time. They're so excited and happy but there is a limit to social graces. I feel like. Yep.
1: yep. I mean, it's just like basic self-control. I mean, I, I am the first to admit I have had a couple of extra shams at certain events and possibly <laughs> have not acted the most mature version of myself, but I'm now 35 years old and I feel like I know my limits a little bit. And one thing, that I will say, whenever I've I've never done a stand up gig or any sort of talking uh, situation mm-hmm. with booze. I just I'm not a booze performer, and I know a lot of my comedian friends can have three beers and feel great and be confident. But I always felt like that was not a good situation for me to be in, and I thought I'm giving. It's like you know you wouldn't probably drink in an office, and I wouldn't drink on stage. But that goes for you know people participating in your wedding it's a, it's a matter of them being adult enough to go, I'm not going to get sloshed and do a speech because it sucks yeah. and it's going to be embarrassing. Right. So that's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's no, hard. Yeah, it's,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think, I think you should know your limit and you should, and, and you, and if you know yourself and you're like, man, when I get to this level, I do this, I, I should not, you know, like I should not get to that level. You just kind of have to know who, you, what your limits are. But as a engage couple if you're really concerned. You know, sometimes venues have like staff on there, you know, who they're not bodyguards, but like I mean some do. I guess oh some my God, do. Actually, sorry, I would love to go to a wedding where
2: there's a bodyguard. Um, like <laughs> Yeah,
0: I I so I haven't been to one that has a bodyguard, but I've had friends go to a wedding where there was a bodyguard. Um and or there's also just like if you think about if If you're at a venue, some venues even just have like if they have a ballet, they'll have people working up front, you know, maybe just plan for having someone there, even the venue coordinator to escort that person out if it gets to that point. If you really feel like your guests, some of your guests are going to get to that point, then just tell your venue coordinator Mm -hmm. or talk to someone and just be like, hey, I may need you to be that person to tell this person that they have to leave. You know, I just so, sadly that just not to happen, but
2: I just had this really funny, uh, this really funny thought as you're saying that, Christina. You should, like, yeah, th- maybe like the newest and latest trend at weddings could be the drunk box. <laughs> and you gather up all the drunkards and that's put so- them in an area for time out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that yeah, was yeah, they have
1: a, so- a special, a special little room, yeah, where they can... Right talk shit to themselves and give them a guitar and they can sing wonderful.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be so great. So one I have to bring up before we close out, and I don't know when we're going to close out, um, but how do you all feel about cell phones? And have you guys heard about this? Mm-hmm. Like no cell, like a, what do they call it? The unplugged. Like, yes, thank you. Unplugged. Like how do you all feel about the whole cell phone thing and i have some good ideas of what you can say too in a polite way
2: well i think that's hard because the new thing or not the new thing but the trending thing to do is have your own hashtag and so if you have your own hashtag and you want people to post photos on your you know your wedding through your wedding app or on instagram it's going to be hard to tell people to leave their cell phones at home no uh,
1: this is a really interesting point you make because on one hand we're making people create signs to say, put your phone away. And the other, we are doing the hashtags. So it is right. a little contradictory. But I do think, you know, one of the things that I've talked a lot about on the show is the idea to say, at least encourage people not to use their cell phones during the service, during the ceremony. Yes, Just right. put them in your pocket. I feel like that's the least people can do yep, anyway. Yes. Even if you're not even asking them to do it, they should put the phone down and enjoy the moment. Right. No, I absolutely I agree. agree, but you know...
2: I agree, but I'm like sort of towing the line because your cell phone is your camera now. It's like you you would pull out your camera at the ceremony, right, to snap a picture. So you mean, Alicia, uh, just putting the cell phone away in terms of turning it on silent so that nobody calls or, or you, receives texts that are loud?
1: Well, I feel like a lot of people are in the situation where – they say, look, we've got a photographer on board. We're going to share these photos with you, but we would great. love you just to focus for this time. And I feel Absolutely. like there's some really fun if you go to like on Pinterest, you can see the people have sort of created these great things going, We've got we've 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 spent some money on a photographer so you don't have to take mm-hmm. the photos for five minutes. Yep. Um and to me that's a nice that's subtle cute. way just to go, you know, because you are I've been to weddings where there has literally been a hundred phones up. in the sky and you're like just put them down just watch this
0: yeah stop it I agree I think a really cute thing you can put is um and I and and it's on Pinterest too but be present with your friends who are here and then this part says drop your phone in the basket I don't really like that whole drop your phone basket concept at all yeah I personally feel like we're all adults here you should know to have your phone on silent when you're in the ceremony. And if you want to take pictures during the ceremony, fine. Here are my rules with that. One, don't get in the way of the photographer at all. Like, you should not be in the That's aisle. You should not be, like, trying to get in the way of the photographer or trying to, like, maneuver like a crazy person. Stay where you're at. Take the <laughs> flash off. Turn off the flash. You should not have the flash on because that can totally ruin the picture for the photographer, too. So... And yeah. yeah, I guess those are my two roles. I don't have three. Two. But those are that's kind of my take on it, but I thought the whole be present with your friends who are here was cute. You could put that in like your um you could put that like in your in the not the book, but when you go into the ceremony, mm-hmm. they gave you like a little pamphlet with who's in the wedding and stuff. You can put that in there or even in the like in the reception too. Walk into the reception, you can have a cute little sign that says Mm. something like that just so at the reception people aren't using their flash like crazy like while the photographer is trying to take pictures of the first dance and all that kind of stuff so I just think like if you can kind of if the guests can keep in mind these little tips and the engaged couple can kind of say these say it nicely on the website or at the reception just as a reminder I think it's totally fine but I hope I like the whole unplugged concept too because I think it's it's. I mean, you hire a photographer for a reason. If you can get these pictures out to all your guests, then why not as a guest enjoy the night, you know?
2: Okay, can we, um like, take it retro style for a minute? Because I remember growing up, you know, I was, I don't know, in high school or something when I was thinking about my wedding day. And really the only aspect of my wedding day I, I had already envisioned, which never came true on my wedding day, needless to say, was to have those, like, Polaroid cameras on the table. I love table. Yeah. So that the guests can use those cameras to take pictures and that kind of creates an experience, but then maybe it's not everybody's cell phone going crazy.
0: Right. I actually did something like that at a fundraising gala and people loved it. Like it
2: was so much fun. I think that's a great idea. I, I think one of the fun things about ha- see, I, I'm I'm differing a little bit in this conversation because I think one in or in the photo realm of it anyway is because I think the coolest thing about having other people take pictures is that you get you get to experience your day through their eyes, and if you don't allow phones at your Wedding, then essentially you're saying, you know, nobody else is going to be taking pictures because they don't have cameras anymore. And then you just lose a little bit of that fun insight that comes from somebody else's eyes on your wedding day.
1: I just think there's got to be a balance of just yeah. people using their adult brains of going, okay, maybe if, like you were saying, Christina. You know, there's no way I'm going to get in the way of a photographer or draw attention. You know, we've all been to weddings where there's been someone that goes out. I mean, I've been to a wedding where someone with a digital shitty camera that still has that noises <laughs> on it. And then we'll, I can I, I specifically remember like an uncle, he's like a daggy uncle who kneeled in the aisle like some sort of photography ninja with his shitty Canon piece of shit no. camera. Oh, my it's god! Like,
0: eh, eh. <laughs>
1: and it's like, what are you doing? And I, I, I look, I, you know, so it's like know your boundaries and also I don't think it's bad to remind people, even if it's not like a strict rule to say put the phones away, we're not going to collect them in a basket like some sort of key right. party. Right. To say, you know, just say, look, just use – Use your manners and pay attention. For the love of God, this is why we're here.
2: <laughs> I agree. Absolutely. Okay, I've got I've got one last one last sort of don't don't do that as a wedding guest. And I think that the brides and grooms can kind of manage that. So sometimes, if you know, you are, obviously you're going to plus one some people that you may or may not know. So maybe your brother has a random you know, isn't dating anybody, but they want to bring somebody to the wedding. So they're going to have a random person there. You know, this can happen across the line, right? These plus ones that you may or may not know very well that may or may not be in the picture of those important people in your lives lives for a long time. So what happens when you have group photos, right? And now you have, you want to have a family picture And your brother who invited this plus one, his quote, significant other to join in the picture. And then this person who won't be in his life for very long is not, you know, is, is, will be in your picture forever.
1: So, you know, my answer to this, oh my gosh, I have (laughs) a story with this, but go ahead, Alicia. (laughs) Well, I don't know why that person's there in the first place. I wouldn't be having that person there, but that is my opinion. And they feel a little bit like an obligation guest. The end. <laughs> oh,
2: period.
0: Period. <laughs> Mic drop.
1: Well, you know, my theory is you shouldn't necessarily have people at your wedding that you don't know. And also, your brother, your cousin, your bloody second cousin, whatever, should not be treating it like some sort of freaking Tinder date. You know, like right. the idea that it's like, this is a wedding, not the third date. So, right. Yeah. Well, and
2: I think, I think it's whether or not, you know, we agree they shouldn't be there in the first place, which I agree with you (laughs) wholeheartedly, Alicia, but they're going to show up, right? You're going to have these random people there. So I think that the engaged couple can maybe like tell their mom or their dad or whoever to say, to kind of like politely lean over to the brother at one point in the night and saying, you know, we're planning this group photo, but could we just include you in this group photo and, and maybe leave your date aside? So it's, it's, it's sort of like a tell like a message before the picture actually happens so that you don't have to deal with it when you're ready for the photo.
0: Yeah, totally. Or if you have a totally. shot, like a, they, a lot of photographers ask for a shot list, then right. just make sure on the shot list, whoever is saying that like is very specific about who's coming up to take the picture. Um, So we had this happen at our wedding. We had, so my, this is a good story. So my husband's parents are divorced and they both brought significant others to our wedding, which was wonderful. And they're both married now with them. So it worked out great. It was totally fine. Yep. Uh, But at the moment, Neither of them were married, right? There were significant others. Well, mm-hmm. the family picture came up. That was the time for family family picture to come up. And the significant others came up. Well, one of them came up and not the other one did. Mm-hmm. And so then the other one started coming up because the other one thought, well, that other significant other is up there, you know, with my ex-wife. So I'm going to go up there. Um. So, needless to say, my husband pretty much just said how to point out that person that was in the picture to get out of the picture. <laughs> yep, totally oh, happened. Dear. In the church. It was oh, totally dear. awkward and <laughs> it hurt her feelings. And we had a chat yeah. about it when we got back. And Matt obviously, like, apologized. You know, well, he kind of apologized. His whole point was. It was just a family picture, you know,
1: Mm. and
0: that the, so it was Matt's mom's significant other that didn't, that what, that was not, it was, I can't remember. It was one or the other. It doesn't even matter. The point of the story is we had to call it, Matt had to call it out for the person to get out of the picture because the other parent was getting upset that their significant other wasn't up there. So, anywho, sometimes you just kind of have to... Not be afraid to say what you need to say, and it's gonna happen. And you know what? People forgive and forget, and they move on, and they get over it, and it's gonna be totally fine. So, and luckily, he's he's one of those people who's not afraid to be up front. I'm like too nice. I would never have done that. I'd have been like, oh well, I guess my other parent will get upset. to do at, the, at that moment it was the right thing to do and you just kind of sometimes you just have to take things as they come and you have to yeah do it the best way you can so
2: well and I think that if you can think about these circumstances in advance by just being aware that they could potentially happen you can Wait. sort of set up some sort of plan of attack to, to like you said Christina the shot list is a great idea or maybe just at you know just have somebody in your family politely talk to the person who's bringing yep. a significant other and say we're doing a family shot and and really we just we really want it to be the immediate family yep, and then absolutely. that, that and kills it, any yep. sort of yeah that kills it from the get go and you don't have, you can avoid it altogether
0: and it totally could have been avoided if he just would have had the conversation beforehand and i you just don't think about it The moral of the story is just have the conversation beforehand
1: <laughs> Or just say, maybe if you try harder, you could be in the immediate family.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Or if you just want to stay together, that would have been great.
1: <laughs> well, look, that is a whole other conversation. That is a whole other conversation crazy parents. Um, what a delight it has been to share this time with you, lovely ladies. Uh, I would love you to do a super plug for where we can find you and your services. You've both got things going on at the moment, and we'd like to share the special offers, deals, and such. Hit it. Christina, you go first. Okay, cool. So as you all know,
0: uh, who has been listening in, my name is Christina, and my company is called Plan the Day. So you can go to plantheday.com. It's an online wedding planning app, so everything you need to plan your wedding from beginning to end, and we have a special with Bride Chillas and Groom Chillas that you get fifty percent off when you enter in the code Bride when you Woo-hoo. create your Plan the Day account. So that is it. And if you're new, welcome to learning more about us, and thanks for hopping on and hanging out with us. Couldn't have said it better myself, Kristen.
2: <laughs> woo woo. Um, <thanks> this <laughs> opportunity. I didn't expect it, but. I am Kristen Rocco of Love Notary. I am a love storyteller, wedding writer, helping you um, get your love story up on your wedding website and really cherish that um, story while you're engaged and also for years to come so you can pass it down as part of your love legacy. I have also recently developed a vows writing uh, chorus that's going to help you from start to finish write your own personal wedding vows if that's what you choose to do. Um, I'm really excited about it because it is going to make you uh, or help you put your own love story into your wedding vows um, so that you will be able to say something that you'll really cherish and treasure for the rest of your lives. And why don't we continue the bride chilla theme? I wasn't, I wasn't thinking of this, but if you go to lovenotary.com slash how to rate wedding vows and use the code bridechilla, you'll get 30% off.
1: <gasps> look Whoa. at that, it's like a bonanza. And look, and I'm <laughs> going to add to it and say 25% off and your subscriptions to the bridechilla app is all you need to do. You just use the code word, and I wish it was bridechilla, but it's not. It's koala, as in the cute <laughs> Australian bear that we all love, but secretly, here's the thing they smell a bit like urine. Uh, thank you. Uh, and they make this noise, like they sound like pigs when they uh, they're excited. Um, look, we'll move on. You could Google that if you need to have more information. Thank you so much, ladies, for coming on the show. We hope we have enlightened you on guest etiquette, a big topic, and uh, it's been a pleasure. If you would like more information or to read the show notes, well, I will link to the original blog post that the lovely Kristen wrote, you need to visit thebridechiller.com. Also, leave me voice messages, questions, comments, themes, topics. If there is something you would like us as a group to cover, we would be more than happy to hear your suggestions. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me. And until next time, happy days. Happy days. Happy days. Bye. <laughs>
0: The Bride Chillilla Podcast. The only place a cookie cutter should be used is in the kitchen. Am I right?